We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There you go. Tim Zimmer bringing us back from Master Control. Dr. Judy Ho joins us now clinical and forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. Say what you will, Dr. Judy, but that song just kind of makes you feel peppy, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. I was so happy to hear that song just now. I love the Go-Go's. How you been? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I've been good. How about you, Tommy? I'm, I'm good. You know, it's hard for us with um, New Year's resolutions because we have these things here called king cakes, but you lived here, so you probably know that, huh? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I love all the food there. But, yes, it wasn't so kind to the waistline, but it was so delicious. Oh, my goodness. Not even just the sweet treats, but all the savory stuff, too. You guys fry everything. You guys fry all your seafood. I, I don't know. It was delicious. <laughs> I mean, I have an idea for a fried king cake. I just thought about that. Maybe we can do something with that, frying everything. Dr. Judy, yeah. how do you, um, for people that have perhaps had – uh, ideas to have a New Year's resolution. Let's start about let's talk, start talking about weight loss. I guess a lot of people put on some pounds during the holidays. They want to take the poundage off. They have a good here at least five days, and then king cake season rolls around. What would you tell somebody if they are genuinely concerned about their weight? And we're not talking about appearance here or shaming. We're talking about for health. And I think that's the first way to look at it, right? Instead of worrying about scale and worrying about your appearance, maybe worry about your health. I think it's the most important thing to think about these goals in terms of health and also what they will allow you to do. So I know it's hard because obviously we got Instagram, we've got social media, we've got just all forms of media telling us we have to be a certain weight to feel good about ourselves. But really it's not about your size and shape. It's more about the health that it confers and also your ability to maybe move around more, you know, do things that you really like to do, make your life more meaningful. Because I hear so many people who are obese and a lot of their complaint is, you know, I used to love doing this, but now I don't really do it because when I try, I, I get out of breath really quickly or, you know, my legs start hurting. And, and then it brings back all of these negative feelings and thoughts about themselves. And so I, I think that that is the most healthy way to try to frame a new year resolution or a goal at any point to try to just get into better health and do more meaningful and fun things. I always thought it worked better that way because then you're not doing it for anybody else. And there is a 
uh, a real reward to it rather than, okay, I look a little bit better, I dropped 10 pounds. The difference is, no, my knees don't hurt now, my back doesn't hurt, I don't get out of breath when I do this, and I'm able to do this all at one time. So I thought that was always better motivation. For somebody that has a hard time sticking to their plan to what they want to do, how do you develop a habit? How do you make it where, you know what, there is no other way. There's only this way because that's what I'm in the habit of doing. Well, I think, first of all, we have to recognize that habits took time to form, right? That's why they're called a habit. It didn't happen overnight or even over the course of a couple of weeks. So one thing that's really important for everybody to know is that to be able to establish a new routine or habit, the average amount of time that that takes is 30 to 45 days. So when we think about New Year resolutions, we all know what we're talking about here. People get really excited. They're all at the gym in January. And then in February, the gym is back to its normal capacity. There's not as many people there anymore. And I just want to say that, you know, you haven't given yourself enough time to make it feel easy on you, right? People say, well, it's still so difficult. I've been trying this for two, three weeks. Why hasn't it stuck? And again, the average length for your brain to start recognizing that, okay, this is my new normal. This is routine. It doesn't feel as difficult anymore is about a month and a half. Say that so again, because I, I want the jury to hear that, Dr. Judy. So <laughs> if, if, if the average time it takes you to retrain your brain and make a habit is? 30 to 45 days. And that's average, right? So there's going to be some people who fall on the longer side of that average. Some people, it might take their brain seven to eight weeks before it really feels normal and routine and that's all okay there's no judgment on how long it takes these are just statistics right we just know that there's averages and there's people who fall on one side and the other but you have to give yourself that much time and most of the time people quit after a couple of weeks because it gets really difficult and they're like why isn't it easy why isn't it looking like the way that it looks for other people but you don't know what other people's lives are like you don't really know what their inner struggles are they're only showing you what they choose to show you. And on top of that, it doesn't really help you to compare yourself to other people. We all know that we have that one friend who's like, I can eat whatever I want and I just look like this. But why does, why does it help you if you keep thinking about that friend, right? You really should just be in competition with yourself, right? Being better than the person you were yesterday as opposed to trying to be better than somebody else because, again, you don't know their whole life. Um, along those lines... Somebody texted and said, I'm a female over 55. I can't shake the 10 pounds help. But one thing, unfortunately, and, and I think this goes along with New Year's, is that we all age. Of course, the alternative is not aging and, and being dead. So I guess in one way, aging is not bad. But at some point, you're going to have to realize, and at, you know, you want to be healthy and happy, but your body does change and you're not going to have the metabolism you did when you were younger. And Dr. Judy is not all about weight loss, but it does go to frame of mind, correct? Absolutely. And I think that sometimes people will look at these photos of themselves when they were 18 or 19 and, you know, and think about that and say, well, <laughs> how come I can't look like that now? Or I used to be able to eat whatever I want and still look like that. But that's just biology, right? I'm not saying that when you're older, you shouldn't still have great fitness goals for yourself. And we certainly know a lot of people who do have that and who look really healthy. But looking healthy isn't necessarily about a specific weight. It's about how you feel. It's about how strong you can be. It's about the things that you're able to do. Like I said, it's the function, the activities, so that your knees don't hurt when you're walking. So that if there was a hobby you really enjoyed, you can get back into it. 
And even if your shape isn't exactly as you were hoping you were looking 20, 30, 40 years ago, you can still be proud of the shape you have now and look great. And so I think it is about having an expectation that feels a little bit more realistic and also appropriate to your age range and your level of physical fitness. Somebody texted in, how do you draw the line between maintaining yourself and getting so hung up on appearance that unless it's perfect, you quit? Yeah, it can be really hard to do that. I think really you have to be honest with yourself about what your true goals are. Like what are the things that you truly value about having better health, right? As as opposed to being a specific weight Mm -hmm. and really make a list of those goals that are connected to values. So values are not goals, right? Values are things that you really want to stand for in life that are important to you in life. It's not necessarily something that you can check off. It's things like integrity and community and having adventure and spirituality among other things. And so once your goals are tethered to your values, then you also have to practice some self-compassion. Now, some of us think that maybe if we just talk mean to ourselves, that that's going to motivate us. But it doesn't actually do that. It has the opposite effect. Because the more that you talk negatively to yourself, the more your belief system changed so that, well, if I am such a terrible person, why do I deserve even good things then? You know, it changes the way that you look at yourself. It changes your self-esteem. So we don't actually want to talk negatively to ourselves to motivate ourselves. We want to try to do it in a different way. And the different way that we do it is really to see the balance of every situation. So it's not all about positive thinking because there's such a thing as toxic positivity where it's like, everything's going to work out. Well, sometimes they don't, right? So that's not actually the best route to achieve a goal. The best thing to do is actually to recognize maybe something that's not going well that you wish can be changed and then to recognize something that you are doing to possibly change that situation. So I call this a yes, but technique. Yes, I'm not at my goal weight now, but... In this last week, I've exercised more than I have in the past month, and I know that in this next week, I can set a similar goal, right? So changing your thinking so that it's more balanced, more realistic, and gives you a solution. That is the most important part of this puzzle. Somebody texted in and said, can you ask Dr. Judy about easing into it? And I know some people that decide to start lifting weights and they think they're going to put 200 pounds on the bar and then just start picking it up, and then they hurt their back and nothing happens. But yet, you know, and, and even running or walking or anything, Dr. Judy, I remember starting jogging back in the day, you know, when I had knees. You, you, you'd go one house, and then two houses, and three houses, and before you know it, you're running a mile. You can't do it all at one time, No, whether it's exercise or uh, you stop and smoking or whatever it is. And maybe that was a bad example to bring up, but talk about the difference between easing into something and gradually increasing as opposed to going from zero to 60. Exactly. That's such a great question and a good point. And so you can't really go from zero to 60. It's just not possible. But people still have these unrealistic goals and then they get upset with themselves and they can't meet them, right? So it is about gradually starting something. And when you're trying to change into a healthy habit, that's also what sticks anyway. So sometimes people will say, well, that doesn't count. I walked for 10 minutes today, but that's not really exercise. Well, yes, it is, you know, and if you build that up throughout the day, that's a routine right there. You know, people have this misunderstanding that exercise means that you have to do it all at once. It has to be an hour. And actually the recent research shows that it's about adding it up throughout the day. You know, even if you don't have time to do a full routine, if you're just taking the stairs, 
you know, a few times that day, if you're walking just around the block, all of that adds up, add up all those minutes. And even on a busy day, 10 minutes is the exercise routine. That's okay. But people don't give themselves that grace and they don't give themselves that time to get to a ramp up and also understand that there are some days that they're just not going to be able to get in their big, big goals. So it is important to start small and important to count everything that you're doing and make sure that you recognize yourself for that effort. I used to tell myself, I'm not working out to work out. I'm working out so I'll be able to work out because you got to have levels of goals, <laughs> right, to get to that point. I'd ask you, how's Luca? Is Luca there today or not, your son? Oh, yeah, he's sleeping. So that's, okay. he's sleeping in another room, which is why I'm able to talk at full volume today. We didn't hear from him. That's why. All right, we take a break. We come back. Somebody texted in, and the Oakland Jeweler talking text line is open at 504 260 Somebody texted in, they're having a hard time. They said they turned 50 this year, and they're having a hard time accepting the passage of time. And I know some people that go through that, so Dr. Judy will address that when she comes back, as well as any other thing that you have on your mind at 504-260-1870. We're talking about New Year's resolutions, making changes in your life, positive changes, how to go about it, and how to retrain your brain. 940, 20 till 10, traffic now on WWL. 946, 14 till 10, talking to our friend, Dr. Judy Ho, clinical forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. Dr. Judy, how long have we been talking, you know? It's been a while, huh? Do you know? Yeah, I'm trying to think back. Is it four years, maybe? Is it that long? It got to be at least, I would think. Don't ask me because I don't remember much, but. Passage um, of time. Yes, I'm telling you. Well, you know, I got those texts about the passage of time, and it must have struck a nerve because I got about four more. And things like having a hard time accepting their age, can't believe it, it went by so fast. Somebody else saying they listen to songs from when they were in high school, and it makes them feel weird because they're happy, and I guess that's what bittersweet means, sad at the same time. How can you help people get through the aging process? And again, if you look at the alternative, aging is not that bad because, you know, the alternative is taking a trip over to, what is it, Tim on Canal Street? What's the name of the place? The funeral home, whatever it is. You don't want to do that, so... How do you age um, happily, not just gracefully, but happily, and, and realize time does pass, your kids do grow up, you do get older, your waistline's going to get bigger, unfortunately, probably. You're not going to be able to do the things you once did, but that doesn't mean that you got to be unhappy. Do a lot of people struggle with that, Dr. Judy? A lot of people do, and I think it's because oftentimes when we look back at per- certain parts of our past, not all, but certain parts of our past, we see it with rosy colored glasses, right? So now that we're kind of out of a certain phase of our life, we kind of only remember the good times. I mean, the best example of this is how we see a relationship with an ex, especially after you just broke up with them and you're still kind of dealing with that loss. Not always. Sometimes you start reminiscing. <laughs> well, not always. But, you know, sometimes you start reminiscing about, like, the good parts of that relationship mm-hmm. as opposed to all the reasons why you guys broke up. Well, right? and, he, and even, so, Dr. Judy, high school, I would add, because high school, for a lot of people, there are a lot of unhappy moments in high school. And for this person that texted in about listening to the music, you're remembering the good times that is associated with the music, but not the, that are associated, but not the bad times, right? Exactly. That's exactly it. And I think that we all are prone to it. It's just the way that our brains work. And especially when we're going through maybe a challenging time now, it's much more tempting to then go back and revisit those memories and put this little gloss over it. So I think the first thing is just remember that that is kind of how our memory works. And 
when we're stressed, we kind of want to use escapist coping strategies. And part of that is going back to a, a, a time in the past and thinking, wow, my life was so much better and so much easier back then, right? So that's one piece of it. But the other piece of it is I think that, especially in our society, and I don't think that it's actually in every single culture, but certainly American culture, there's this idea that like old age equates with a lot of negative things as opposed to positive things. And I will say that in Chinese culture, some Chinese, um, older people are regarded with reverence. You know, they have wisdom, like we respect them in a different way. But I think that sometimes that, that gets lost a little bit in mainstream American culture. Like you are so obsessed with youth, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's also this idea of, oh, I have nothing to look forward to as I get older, only bad things, right? But I think it's, it's important for us to kind of think about well, what is something different that I do look forward to now that I'm older? And I can tell you right now, Tommy, that in my 40s, I'm so much more balanced as a person and have so much better knowledge. Like, I'm glad that I'm not 20 anymore, you know, because I was kind of stupid then. <laughs> so, no, I think that's you know, I think, you know what, I think that applies to a lot of us. And I'm sure, Dr. Judy, when I eventually get to my 40s, I'm going to feel the same way. <laughs> What's exactly. Funny? Yeah. So what, when what you I... get to my old age, yeah, so my old and wise age, Tommy. I don't know what I said that was um, funny there, will... but okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I destroyed. I said I destroyed your obsession with you. No, I'm just teasing. You. No, really. But but you're right. You 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 don't. And I'm like that too, Doctor Judy. I realize, man. If I and it's the old saying, if I only knew then what I know now, right? Exactly. And again, sometimes we think back and we think, oh, but that was so much easier back then. And oh, that was such a brilliant and splendid time. But we're not spending as much time thinking about what we look forward to in the present and also what we might be looking forward to in the future. And there are amazing things that come with getting older, as I mentioned, wisdom, uh, growing families for many people, uh, the ability to maybe relax and not work as much and, and think about retirement. And a lot of people, when they retire, they tell me, well, I never thought that this would actually be such a good time. And actually, I did go through a bit of a stressful time when I first retired. But now it's like rediscovering my old hobbies and having the time to do things that I haven't done in years. And, you know, it's it's nice. It's a different kind of advantage to getting older. Dr. Judy, I make this vow to you. I will die behind this microphone if allowed to by Odyssey Corporation. I will, I, <laughs> ideally, I would like to say, all right, y'all, thanks. Newell Norman's coming up next, and then all of a sudden, that's it. The lights go out, and it's over. <laughs> that's what I would prefer, because I love that's my job. dream scenario. Well, because yeah, I love talking to you. I, I love my job, so I'm very happy doing that. So, I guess in, in in some final parting words, it would be levels. You're not going to go to zero from zero to 60, uh, either in terms of changing your lifestyle or in age. you got to slow down and enjoy where you're at because, I guess, as Carly Simon once said, hit it, Tim. <laughs> These are the good old days, right? Exactly. And if you keep looking ahead, you're going to be spending the time you got now. And then when you get there, you're going to be looking back and you're betwixt and between. Exactly. And what I would say at the, you know, sort of final cap on this day is we really only have what we have right now in this moment. That's the only moment that's guaranteed. And for us right Amen. now, Tommy, it's you and I talking to each other. So yep. let's embrace the present. Be thankful for the things that we have and still look for improvements, of course. 
but let's do so with some compassion and some balance. Amen. Yeah. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Dr. Judy. Thank you, Tommy. Have a good week. Kiss Luca for me. You Hug too. him. I don't want to sound creepy. You know what I'm saying? Just share some, I, you know, I will. Thank you, Tommy. Today, you got to be very careful about whatever you say, but you know what I mean. Thank you, Dr. Judy. 953. Back in a flash, we'll figure out what Noel Norman's got coming up when we return on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.